This is Michael Bishop of the Power Hour, and you're listening to the 615 Podcast on the Titan Upload Network. What up, Titan Nation? Welcome in to the week 15, week 16. Actually, hang on. Yeah, weeks, week 15, week 16 recap of the 615 and the Titan Upload Network. I'm your host, Lee Hillis, and today we are talking this overtime loss to our division rivals, the Houston Texans, while wearing the Oiler throwbacks. But first, we have to hit on some Titans breaking news. Tier Tart, who got released late last week, is now a member of the Houston Texans. It's kind of... It's kind of sad to think about that he was a focal point of this interior defensive line while he was here. But we, I just want to say everyone here at the 615 and at the Titan Blood Network, we want to wish T.R. Tart the best in Houston. But don't think we're going to take it easy on you when we see you again in week 17. But before we dive in, to anything else, we're going to go ahead and look at before we dive into the game for week 16, which is uh Titan Seahawks on Christmas Eve. We are going to dive in talking Titans and the Texans. Oh, the Titans had a very rough day, specifically running back Derrick Henry had 16 carries for nine yards. That's nauseating. For Titans fans to have to see that. 16 carries, 9 yards. This is the first game where he's been held without double-digit yards. In, I think, in his career. Uh, Traylon Burks has come onto the scene last this last week against Houston. Three catches, 62 yards. But Will Levis, that number that's highlighted, and you'll if you're watching the, the actual video version on YouTube, You'll see this seven sacks and six and a loss of 61 combined on the on the 61 sacks. Last season, the Titans gave up, I want to say it was 49 sacks. This year, they've given up 50 plus this season. Now, and now just think about it. It's kind of sad to think that. Last year's offensive line overall was worse. But you have people playing opposition. You have players that are number two or number threes on any other team right now, but they're number ones for us. Jalen Duncan did not have a bad game, but there are things that need to be fixed by Jalen Duncan. This team needs to figure out what is going on. You go to the statistical breakdown of this. The Texans had 21 first downs, while the Titans only had 14. Uh, Passing first downs, 21. um, Rushing first downs for Houston, five. Four of their first downs came from penalties. The Titans had 14 first downs. 
Eight of them were passing, six on the ground, and zero zero of them came from penalties. Um, third down efficiency, the Titans were five of uh, 15, uh, one for one on fourth. They only had – they had just over 200 total yards on the ground. The Titans ran 63 total plays. Um an average gain of 3.2 yards a play. Um, net rush yard 66 on 30 on 30 carries. That's an average of 2.2 yards a carry. Uh, net passing yards. The Titans had 30 138 net pass yards. Um, Will Levis went 16 or 17 of 26. Um, that's an average of 4.2 yards a pass. Will Levis was also sacked seven times for for a loss of 61 on sacks. Uh, one interception, eight punts. Average punts were an av- the punts were an average of 45.3. Five penalties, 50 yards, one fumble, and a time of possession. Of 33 minutes and 28 seconds. This team has to play better. There are so many things wrong with this team right now. And we'll get into at the very end of the of that of the show of the episode whatever you want to call this about going into this offseason because of course the Titans they're they're out of playoff contention right now because of this loss they've officially been eliminated from playoff contention so the thing we're gonna hit on at the very end of this episode or if you're watching the video version on YouTube in our second our um segment called last call Who's in and who's out? Offseason edition. And this is current players on the roster. Who's in, who's out? But we're going to head into my top five games this last weekend. Um, Raiders Chargers. Raiders, for some weird reason, decided to score the second most points this season on a team. The Dolphins did it, um, did hung 70 on um Denver earlier in the year, the Raiders just hung 63 on the Chargers. Uh, Dolphins Jets was number two. Bills Cowboys was a very intriguing matchup. Uh, Seahawks Eagles and Falcons and the Panthers for the lowest scoring game of the weekend. The Panthers won that game nine to seven. But Last week in Pickham, Gary went nine and eight for a now an overall of 98 and 85. I went 10 and seven for a now an overall of 115 and 68. But as, as we get ready to head into looking at Titan Seahawks, we got to roll this intro.
Welcome to uh, game preview and breakdown of Titans Seahawks brought to you by our sponsor, Homage. You can find the link to the description for Homage down in the description. But let's let's go ahead and look at Titans Seahawks. Uh, should be a very intriguing matchup. Um, I'm going to start with the rankings of everything for Seattle. Uh, Seattle in total points uh, scored and points scored per game, they're 21st, averaging on average. They're averaging uh, total uh, points scored per game, 21.4, 21.4 points per game. Um, that's 18th in the league. Total yards per game, Seattle's 20th with an average of a, a 339.8 uh, passing yards per game. Seattle is 14th with 247.2 passing yards per game. Rushing yards, they're 28th on offense in rushing with an average of 92.6 yards per game. Uh, time of possession, they're dead last in the league. They're 32nd with an average of 27 minutes and 29 seconds of time of possession per game. Then you head to the defensive side. Seattle's 24th in total points allowed per game with 23.9. Seattle in total yards per game is 28th with an average of 363.71 yards per game, allowed per game. Uh, passing yards per game, they're 24th. Passing yards allowed per game, they're 24th, with, a, with an average of 236.43 passing yards allowed per game. Rushing yards, Seattle's 25th where they're allowing, on average, 127.29. Uh, they're 11th in sacks with a total of 39, and they're 15th with 11 interceptions. So basically, what I see is Seattle and the Titans are identical in certain things. But then we're fixing to get back and look at the Titans side of this. From, from an offense standpoint, the Titans are 26th in points scored per game with 18.4. They're 25th in total yards per game, averaging 318 yards. The Titans are 24th in passing yards per game with 214. Rushing yards per game, the Titans are 18th with 104. Uh, the Titans are 17th in the league in time of possession with close to 30 minutes, 29 minutes and 57 seconds. But then you get to the defensive side. Points against or points allowed per game by the Titans, 17th with an average of 21.5 points allowed per game. Total yards per game, the Titans are 19th. They're allowing roughly, actually they're allowing 339.29 points per game. 
passing yards. The Titans are 22nd, allowing an average of 226.43. So 10 less passing yards allowed per game between the Titans and the Seahawks. Uh, rushing yards per game. The Titans are 17th. The Titans are allowing 112.86 rushing yards per game. The Titans are 8th in sacks with 41, but they're still dead last in the, in the stat that matters most, interceptions. They, have, they just got their fourth one, which was a pick six by Elijah Molden, which was huge for this team. And then compare them side by side. Uh, key stats, total guards, they've got a total of 457 total yards. The Titans, on the other hand, have they Seattle has a total of 4,757 total yards. The Titans, on the other hand, have a total of 4,452 4, 4, yards. Um, net passing yards. The Titans have close to 3,000 total passing yards, net net yards passing, um, while Seattle has um, 3,461 uh, net rush yards. Um, Seattle has 1,296. The Titans have one. The Titans in the rushing department total net yards. And rushing is 1,456 rushing. Um, Seattle has 19 total turnovers, while the Titans have 12 uh, first downs. The Seattle, Seattle has 261 total first downs, while the Titans have 245. The stat is huge. Seattle's already got 101 penalties on the year for a total of 882 total penalty yards, while the Titans, on the other hand, have 92 penalties for 741 yards. Touchdowns. Seattle has that. 28 touchdowns to the Titans, 27, 24 touchdowns. But then you get to the defensive side. We've already hit interceptions where the Titans only have four interceptions to the Seahawks, 11 interceptions. Titans lead it and lead this game in sacks with 41 to Seattle's 39, but total points allowed. Seattle's allowed on av has allowed this season 335 points. The Titans allowed 301. So you get to the total yardage per game, which we've already ran through this on the previous slide. Um, total yards per game, Titans actually are favored in this category where they're allowing, on average, 339.29 yards total per game. Seattle, on the other hand, 363.71 in total yardage um, allowed. Um, total passing yard, the passing yards allowed per game. 
Titans have to, are allowing 226.43, while Seattle is allowing 10 more passing yards per game with 236.43 uh, rushing yards allowed per game. Seattle has is allowing 127.29. And then the total rushing yards the Titans are allowing per game is 112.86. So the point I'm trying to make, just like last week, this game right here, Titans Seahawks, is a very, very winnable game for the Titans. All the Titans have to do is move the ball. But my top five games to watch in going into week 16, um, number one game Thursday night or thir- on Thursday, Saints-Rams, which I think is the thir- Thursday night game this week. Let me pull up ESPN. Saints-Rams um, in um, at SoFi. The other game. It is the game is on NBC on Saturday, Christmas Eve Eve, Bengals Steelers in Pittsburgh. Um, game number three, Colts Falcons. Games in Atlanta. Uh, game four, well, I say Lions Falcons. I meant Lions Vikings. Uh, four instead of Lions Falcons. Um, games in Minneapolis, and the last and final game is Ravens 49ers. On Monday, on Christmas night, and that game is in Santa Clara. So I should have played this earlier. Derrick Henry did not have a Derrick Henry type game on Sunday. So this right here for me brings up a very good point. Is Derrick Henry possibly on his way out? And I feel like this is somewhat of an answer. But today, we had that feeling, you know, we had hope of kind of slipping in there and then being eliminated, going to get three games left. Um, you know, I think about my whole career, um, definitely going to grow strong, which that is the case. And I feel like he just said what we're all thinking. But before we head into the last call, I'm going to hit my keys to victory for um, Titans Seahawks on Saturday on Sunday in 
Nashville, number one, take DK Metcalf out of the equation. Because DK, if you allow him to get involved in this game and get involved in this game early, he will hurt you. Number two, slow down that running game. Kenneth Walker, the third, who I really wanted, <laughs> is a vital piece or a vital asset to that, to that running game. Number three, control the line of scrimmage. If you want this game right here, will be won in the trenches. Uh, number four, and my last key, protect, protect, protect. This is coming from an offensive side. This team has allowed, on average, 50-plus sacks this season. And the guy who's in my mind at fault is the running game or the left side of the offensive line. You're talking about the guys like Andre Dillard. Dylan Radens has somewhat helped with allowing with helping get us by the chains. But this is the segment I was going to say I think you might really want to pay attention to. Uh, last call, who's in, who's out. Off-season edition. Everyone in green is who I'm like, yes, 100%, they'll be back. Yellow is if the price is right. And red is absolutely not. They will not be back. Um, let's start with everybody who's in red. Um, absolutely not. These guys, in my mind, will not be back. Andre Dillard, um, Aaron Brewer is too small to play center. With... Even though I like this kid, he's really hurting us at this moment as Dylan Radins. Um, NPF will not be back in my mind. Uh, in the backfield, Hassan Haskins will not be back. Corey Levin won't will not be back in my and this is my opinion. Um Wesco, Trayvon Wesco will not be back. Corner Caleb Farley will not be back. And corner Trey Avery will not be back. Then let's so let's go to yellow. This is if the price is right. I could see a scenario where Derek Henry comes back in a minimum role, basically as a support piece to Tashi Spears. Sort of, I would say, sort of how he is right now. Um, and if the price is right, I would say, yeah, he he, he could come back. Uh, Chris Moore. He's done a lot of great for this team. He had, I think, four games where he was where he was averaging one catch, forty plus yards per catch. Um, NWI, I could see coming back. Uh, go to the defensive side, Danico Altry. If the price is right, he he could be back. Aziz Alshire, if the price is right, he could be back. Uh, Doctor Gibby, Jack Gibbons, if the price is right. You can see him back in the two-tone blue next season. And then safety of Monty Hooker. I think he could be back if he if they bring in a piece to plug in right next to him. 
but then 100% yes, guys that will be back. Of course, um, the two rookie offensive linemen, uh, Peter Skaronski and uh, Jalen Duncan, will both be back. Uh, Brunskill at right guard will be back. And I think Chris Hubbard could come back if, if he can be healthy. That's the one thing that's harbored him. It's, it's delayed him this year, or it's kept him out of games this year. Um, right there on receiving court, Mason Kinsey. I could see him be. I could see being back with Tennessee next year. Uh, Kyle Phillips. I could see being back. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting. What a great job he has done this year. And then a guy who's had limited success, but I feel like could be stepping into a bigger role next year. Is Arden Key. Yeah, he's fallen behind the eight ball this year when it comes to sack numbers. But I feel like if you can bring it, if the price is right and he wants to come back, he will be back here next year. So I could have put him yellow. Like, I could put half yellow, half green on him. But I feel like, yes, Arden Key would back. Sean Murphy Bunting will be back, Mason Kinsey, Kyle Phillips, Peter Skaronsky, Daniel Brunskill, Jalen Duncan, and Chris Hubbard will all be back with the Titans next season. <clears throat> the guys who could be back if the price is right, running back Derrick Henry, wide receiver Chris Moore, um, wide receiver Nick Westbrook-Akine, um, Danica Watry, Aziz Alshire, Jack Gibbons, and Amani Hooker. The players who will absolutely not be back with the tennis with the Titans next year, Andre Dillard, Aaron Brewer, Dylan Radins, uh, Nicholas Petit Friere, Hassan Haskins, Corey Levin, and Trayvon Wesco, Caleb Farley, and Trey Avery will not be back with the Titans next season. But as we are ready to uh, check out of here for this week, um, go down to homage. The link is in the description. Uh, grab yourself some uh, Tech Mobile gear for the Titans or whatever team you support. Um, if you're a Titans fan, go get yourself a Titans or Oilers starter jacket. And while you're at it, go over to uh, YouTube or if you're on YouTube, go over, grab the Titan Upload Network, subscribe. Uh, we're making the push for uh, 12K, which it would be nice to put, hit that on Sunday and a Titans win. But it is the Christmas season. So what I'm going to say before I get out of here is stay classy. And from me and, of course, my co-host Gary Bailey, who is not here this week, Merry Christmas and tighten up. Tighten up! Let's get tightened up! Tighten up!